Hello. Here we are. It's good to be with you. We know the scripture says faith comes by hearing, hearing comes by the word of God. We also know by scripture that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. So today we're going to take in God's word that will build faith into your life, but also is that bread of life that God can only give us. If you would take your copy of God's Word, look with me in Judges chapter 2. Now, Judges follows the law, the end of the book of Deuteronomy, Joshua, and then goes in the book of Judges. So if you'll find Judges chapter 2, it's where we'll be as we look into this Word of God that is the bread of life, that um, works faith in us, because faith comes by hearing, hearing comes by the Word of God. As you're finding that place in Judges chapter 2, I want us to think about this title just for a moment. The principle of the follow-through. Principle meaning a rule of conduct, something that is very essential. So we're looking at the principle of the follow-through. Now this is something that we all practice frequently, regularly in our life. It's taking a task, starting a task, and completing the task. It is a child or a teenager that's been told or been asked to clean their his or her room. And when they clean that room and they finish the task and they have finished the principle of the follow-through, it is someone who is mowing their lawn and mowing that grass in order to shorten the height of the grass is to make sure every blade is shortened. It is starting off where the grass is at a certain height and you're cutting it to make it shorter. You're following through. I remember one of the home run leaders, Hank Aaron, whenever he would swing the bat, that when, he, when his bat connected to the ball, he didn't stop. He followed through. Well, we practice this principle all the time in our life, and it is to complete the task that we have been assigned. It is the principle of the follow-through. Now, I want to make a statement that comes from a pastor in Alpharetta, Georgia. And the statement is this, your direction, not your intention, will determine your destination. Now, we can be a people full of intentions, but at some point, your intentions have to become a reality. They have to have feet to those intentions, or they just remain that intentions. Well, in the Christian walk, we know what to do. We just have to do it. It's the principle of the follow-through. I just want you to be careful as you come to the close of this pandemic quarantine that there are probably some spiritual decisions that you have made and in those decisions you need to follow through with those decisions i want us to look here in judges chapter 2 in judges chapter 2 we find something that goes back to previous chapters and books especially in the deuteronomy chapter 7, beginning in verse 22 through the end of Deuteronomy chapter 8. I encourage you to go back and look at that sometime today. Well, God had given 
the children of Israel his word or what they needed to do. I will deliver the enemy over to you. You have to destroy them. It was an act of God's judgment on the pagan nations. But the people, the Hebrew people, were to obey him. As we pick up in Judges chapter 2, beginning in verse 1, it says, The angel of the Lord came from Gilgal. This was like the military base of the Hebrew people. It was also described as the city of winning. And so this place of winning, they came up from Gilgal, this place of winning to Bochum, a place of weeping. We'll find that down there in verse 5. And the angel of the Lord says, I led you, or I brought you, to the land which I swore your fathers. And I said, I will never break my covenant with you. And you shall make no covenant with the inhabitants of this land. You shall tear down their altars, but you have not obeyed my voice. Why have you not done this? Or why have you not obeyed me? And it says here, Therefore also said, I will not drive them out before you, but they will become thorns, enemies in your side, and their gods will be a snare to you. So Gilgal was this place of winning. Now they have come to the place of, Bo of Bochum, and Bochum was a place of weeping. You find that listed for you in verse 5. So they were not to make any treaties. They were not to make any covenants with the Canaanite people, the pagan people. They were to break down their altars. They were to destroy them. As God delivered the people over to them, they were to destroy them. But look with me in verse 27 of chapter 1 of Judges. Or we'll look here in verse 28. And it came to pass when Israel was strong that they put the Canaanites under tribute, but did not completely drive them out. Verse 29 of chapter 1 of Judges, nor did Ephraim drive out the Canaanites. Verse 30, nor did Zebulun drive out the inhabitants and dwelt among them. Verse 31, nor did Asher drive out the inhabitants. So the Asherites dwelt among the Canaanites. Verse 33, nor did Naphtali drive out the inhabitants and dwelt among the Canaanites. That's not what God said. It says in Deuteronomy chapter 7, we find that as God delivered the enemy over to them, they were destroyed them. This was an act of God's judgment on the pagans. And so instead of driving out the enemy, they made treaties with the enemy, they made covenants with the enemy, and they dwelt alongside the enemy. And the angel of the Lord said, they will become a thorn to you and a snare to you. See, temptation is something that we all face in this life. Temptation is common to all people. God does not bring temptation our way. God does not tempt us. And so if it's common to all people, then we know that even as believers, we have to face that temptation and have to overcome it. But what prevents us from practicing the principle of the follow-through? It is refusing to do 
or refusing to follow through with God's word. When we refuse to follow through with God's word, then the temptation that we go through becomes a snare and it becomes a thorn. When we're involved with God's word, we're going to be constantly battling temptation. But as part of believers, we have an opportunity to overcome that temptation in Christ. So we find here with the Hebrew people, they thought they could handle temptation and be prosperous by including the Canaanites. It's not what the, it's not what the Lord had told them. Is that whenever we fall into sin and we don't drive sin out of our life, we'll end up deteriorating spiritually. Positionally, we're still there, but we don't make any spiritual growth. They wanted God to fulfill His promises while at the same time excusing their responsibilities. They had good intentions, but they didn't follow through with them. The scripture says here, So it was when the angel of the Lord spoke those words to all the children of Israel that the people lifted up their voices and wept. And they called the name of that place Bochum. Bochum means the place of weeping. They did not follow through with God's word and what God had told them previously. Even in Joshua chapter 1, God had told Joshua, if you want to be successful, if you want to be prosperous in this life, then take heed to my word and do it. It says in verse 7 of Judges chapter 2, So the people served the Lord all the days of Joshua, and all the days of the elders outlived Joshua. And it says here in verse 10, And another generation arose after them, who did not know the Lord, nor the work which he had done for Israel. And then you look in verse 11. Then the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord and served the Baals. The principle of the follow-through is to follow through in God's word, in what God says. If you want to be prosperous and successful in this Christian walk, and we're not talking about finances, we're talking about following through with what God says. If you want to experience this principle of the follow-through, it is to take heed in what God says and do it. And what happens when you or I do not follow through with what God's Word says, then we run the risk of losing a generation. So it doesn't matter if you're a senior saint. It doesn't matter if you're the age of a speed limit on the interstate or if you're the age of a um, speed limit of a school zone within a city, that the principle still applies. The principle of the follow-through. And in that principle of the follow-through, it is taking God at His Word and following through. You may be listening to this this morning or watching, and it may actually be this afternoon that you're watching, or tonight, but whenever, that you have put off doing what God is telling you to do. Maybe 
you've put off coming to Christ. And you have allowed your pride and you allowed other excuses, whatever they may be, to have its way in your life and that you're not following through with making Jesus Lord of your life. It's time to do that. It's time to make that spiritual exchange of your life for his perfect life. Knowing that he has taken your certificate of sin debt and taken it and nailed it to the cross. He's waiting for you to die to your sin so that you can live in faith and resurrection with him. Would you do that today? Also, as a believer, I don't want you to live in those intentions. I want you to live in the direction that Christ has given you, putting spiritual feet to your spiritual intentions so that you can reach your spiritual destination. It's called the principle of the follow-through. Would you follow through with God's Word? 